Howdy. Good evening, all. How are we doing? I'm doing well. How are you? You're doing well? You look good, too. Big night. You look like you just jumped out of uh, Kingsman or something. Big night. Big announcement. Yeah. Um, I dressed up in my finest, too. I can tell. Um, hey, I put pants on. Too bad you didn't shower. It's been a busy day. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's well, thank people. Yeah. We'll Thanks, everybody, off. for tuning in. We will get to the uh, announcement right away. But we, we like to thank everybody at first because it's just, you know, proper etiquette. Let's thank 204 Comics. We were both in there uh, separately within like 20 minutes yesterday. So that was yeah. kind of dumb and cool. I went in there. I, I was sort of killing time. I figured you were still working. And I, I was chatting with Ashley and Bobby. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if Nathan's going to be in or not. And they go, oh, he left 20 minutes ago. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But I got there. I talked to them as well. They were managing, uh, you know, putting out the books and that. And then I happened to pop in there today just for a few minutes to drop off uh, books for uh, another person. Uh, for Tim, maybe Tim's watching tonight. If he does, hey man, how's it going? Uh, and it was just Bobby today because uh, Ashley is actually on a little bit of a vacation this weekend. But I knew that. I won't say where because that's his business, not ours. And I'd also like to thank the Big Country guys. Uh, Justin and that. They got books out right now that are awesome books. I hope everybody has checked them out. We've mentioned them all in the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. um, that Twig book is really, really good. Um, there's so many awesome covers out for that Twig one. Uh, I saw you pre-ordered another couple off the I site. do. I, I like, like the, the Calvin and Hobbes one and yeah. the 8-Bit one was pretty cool. I wish I would have picked up that Cookie Monster homage one that Dean had earlier, yeah. but I didn't because I, I decided to get some uh, of the ones from Justin. Um, hey C, how's it going? Hey Scott. Um, and then the things are getting sketchy, guys. Uh, they are not having a show this weekend. They've decided to take the weekend off. There's been a lot of traveling. It's tax time. I did my tax today. I'm taking it in the butt. Uh, so everybody's taking off this weekend. But, <laughs> but it is, uh, so that, it's, that, it's both. Thank it's them. both. But I, there's something I would like to announce. It's in the works. Me and Stefan, who just, uh, you know, you know, showed up in the uh, chat room there who runs the Things Are Getting Sketchy group. They have a group called Things Are Getting Dicey, and it is a D&D uh, &D group, and I'm going to be doing some uh, DMing for them. So I'll, I'll inform you guys as we get more, uh, you know, details on that. But if that's, uh, you know, something that you guys like, DM and stuff, join that group or check it out, and I'll give you more info as it comes because I'm a pretty wicked DMer, you got to admit. Yeah, you're not bad. It's been a few years, hasn't it? I, I only did it for that two years, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I made lots of cool props and stuff. Yeah, you can still... Oh, I'll show so you. You can't quite see them yeah. behind. Awesome. We'll save that for things getting dicey. All right. And, uh, yeah, so that's about it. But yeah. do you want... Let's start the, the cool announcement, then. Yeah. Without further ado, here we go. Um, Throw that cover up. This... We've, well, hold on. Okay. We've, we've been talking about it. And Hinting we've, here we've, and there. And I think we've even said what the book is, or it's been mentioned on tags for sure, as talked about. Yeah, different platforms. Um, but uh, that book is Spectro, and this is cover A here. So it's it's uh, a bit of a sci-fi horror, um, not quite horror. No, it, is, it says horror. Is it is it horror? I, yeah. I, I haven't seen it to be quite horror-like from what we've is, seen about it, anybody but who definitely creepy. Anybody who likes like Tales from the Dark Side or Outer Limits... Or uh, some of the no more creepier um, uh, Twilight Zones. This is right up your alley from Aftershock. 
Um, it is from Juan Do, uh, super hot, super hot artist and writer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that is his real name. Before we start getting any kind of John Doe, uh, no stuff going on out there. Uh, that is his real name. He's a great artist. Uh, I've seen uh, most of the book. It's a great story as well. This is uh, right up our alley because, again, like Tyler's saying, we, we love that kind of horror, sci-fi, monster anthology stuff. And this book is a one-shot, but it's a one-shot of four anthologies in there. Or Sorry, four, st- four stories in there in anthologies. And... Um, It's something that I know a lot of people don't care for, but I've really jumped on the the wagon for this. I really like them a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's because it makes me think back to when I was a kid, the old treasury size editions. But this book is one of those um, Aftershock Prestige uh, formats. So those bigger ones that we always see. So I'm very excited about that because it's such a huge um, canvas for for awesome artwork to be displayed. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, okay, of, well, hold on. Well, no, I got you're, a couple more things to go through. I know you do, hold on, but hold on. Okay, hold on. You're okay. talking too much here. Well, there's a lot let's, to go through. Let's let one of our guests tonight talk. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to do. Okay, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I was going to introduce um, our cover artist, who is Michael Berglin out of uh, Vancouver. I'm pretty sure it's Vancouver, but definitely BC. He's uh, been on the tag shows, and I'm sure some of you have seen some of his artwork. We've been posting a lot of his auctions mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I've been buying a lot of the auctions and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. He's a great Soul, artist. You're solely funding him. Yeah. And uh, this is not only our first solo cover of an exclusive cover, because last the last two we did, we partnered up with Justin from Big Country. Yeah. But this is solely done by us. And mm-hmm. it is Michael's first cover as well, too. Yeah. So I'll let Tyler... Uh, in, no, we have a video here, a little clip. We got Michael jumping in and introducing himself in the book. So here we go. Here we go. Here's uh, Michael Berglund and his debut cover. And interview. <laughs> Our intro. Unless it decides it's not going to play. Hi, oh, everybody. Okay. My name is Michael Berglund. I'm a self-taught artist from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I would like to thank Matt Daddy Collectibles yeah. and Nathan Duncan for this opportunity okay. for my first ever variant cover. And I'd also like to thank Aftershock Comics um, for accepting my artwork as well. And uh, it was a lot of fun, super exciting to do. Um, it's a uh, large procedures format book, so not your uh, typical comic book uh, size. And uh, the artist writer's name is uh, Juan Do. And um, yeah, and uh, you can uh, find me at Instagram at Michael Berglund or at Facebook at Michael Berglund. Um, the original art will be for sale once um, the official release. Uh, the official cover actually happens. Uh, I believe that's sometime next week. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited to finally show that as well. And uh, yeah, so everybody, I hope you all have a fantastic day. And uh, thanks again. Bye. Hi, everyone. Started again there almost. Yeah. So uh, that's that's Michael. Um, and what you see there is just a sketch. So he actually decided that. Uh, He'd show off the sketch there and talk a little bit about it. Um, here is with the final colors. It doesn't have the trade dressing on it yes, yet. Yes, this is the Virgin cover. There's one that comes with Spectral written across the, the top there where you can see the guys looking at mm-hmm. that. Um, luckily, we're going to have uh, copies of both. We decide to, again, I like the idea of this being such a large um, a large uh canvas i wanted to have both versions of the book so we will be selling um one of each 
Um, we don't have prices yet because it is a larger size, so we have to kind of figure out the difference. So mm -hmm. it will be a little bit more, but definitely worth it. And yes, I can, I, without even asking, uh, Michael, we will definitely be uh, getting signed and graded. I don't know if they're grading versions of this book yet, though. That's the only problem. Yeah, I don't but, know if they are with the first. They must be because um, Big Country takes for their prestige format. They got uh, the Lion and Eagle. Um, oh, I guess that's true. Mike Ruth. Yeah, 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 CBCS must be offering that size. So I, I remember them saying that on the show the other night. Yeah. So yes, we will definitely for sure uh, have that option. Um, we like to do that for all our stuff. So I will say for sure we will have, uh, like we said, not even just the graded ones, but we're going to get Michael to have autographed ones too. So this is all just preview right now. We will start having uh, the pre-sales next week. I believe on the 14th we'll start it. Um, I and, yeah, I believe so. And we'll even have um, the uh, um, original artist there, the Juan Do. He has an exclusive, uh, not exclusive, but a, a ratio variant in as well. Yeah. So we'll have some of those that we'll put up for sale as well, too. So I think this is going to be a hot book. I also think this is, a, well, if I didn't think that, we wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I also think that Michael, it, once this stuff starts getting out, he's going to be, become a really hot artist. Um, much like our friend Mike Ruth, who's just exploding right now, and Hugh Rookwood as well, too. Yep. Uh, and also our new friends, too, like Kelly Williams and Jason Flowers and uh, um, Sean Hill. Like, there's so many of those guys now. Carl and Walt. Yeah, and it, quite a few of those people you've mentioned are actually... Uh, they have covers this week, alternate covers or main That's covers. Right. That's right. And it is CBCS. I, I was pretty sure it was. So we'll definitely do that because it will be fine signatures. So, yeah. Um, and what else I was going to say? Um, I, and I'll go so kind of a little bit of a, no, not too much of a preview because I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But we will have the same uh, Nat Daddy team doing a second book coming out later on. I believe it's closer into June. I so think it's later. It, in it June. is in June. I just don't remember the exact date. So yeah. we'll, me and Tyler will be once again uh, getting Michael Berglund to do a cover for that book as well, too. Yeah. So huge thank you to Aftershock. Uh, mm -hmm. Huge thank you to Michael Berglund. You know, we, he's he's been great to work with. He I know has. you've done most of the chatting there and I'm just the voice in the back. But uh, yeah, it, he's been a real awesome guy to work with. And uh, thanks for to Stefan as well uh, with getting us a little bit of in with Aftershock there, letting us know here, maybe try this and here's who you got to contact. That's for sure. So uh, thank you for that. It says like we always say, you know, everyone in the community helps each other out and projects like these are able to come to life. Yeah. And while we're talking about us and doing shout outs, I would also like to thank um, guys from the Dreamwalker book. Uh, Mikey Sutton and uh, the Second Skin uh, Comics. They uh, have issue two coming out pretty soon. And so we're pretty excited for them. And uh, we are going to be uh, selling issue number two for sure. And we're going to have a little bit more info about that as well, too. We're just working on some details there. But that's going to be a pretty significant announcement as well. So I'm just saying that because I remembered it. And also because um, I know before with the Dreamwalker book, we had a lot of people asking us once they read it in that if we were going to be getting issues too. And we are. Yeah. So within another month or so. Yeah, I believe it's, I within believe another it's month being or so. printed in yeah. about a month or so. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Let's, all right. let's, let's see you later. Thanks show. for coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, let's go. Let's do, it. let's do the show. All righty. Our first book up for review tonight is... <clears throat> Spider-Punk. Yes. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is the cover A. Uh, it is an okay cover. The story itself is basically um, what it looks like. It's just a, no, 
Spider-Punk is, is Hobie Brown in uh, another universe, and he's the Spider-Punk, so he's that version of um, no Spider-Man. So much like the Spider-Verse stuff, he's shown up before, but now this is uh, just a tale of him in that universe. Yep. Uh, it's all right. It's basically your kind of what-if or Elseworld story. So kind of enjoyable if you like this character. You see some more of you know, his his version of, of the Spidey universe over there. You see a Craven. You see, uh, I forget who else now, because the story isn't you know, that memorable. Mm -hmm. But uh, the one reason we like it on this show, and it was, oh, let's see here. I, I have the, I just want to make sure I get the artist, not the artist, but the um, writer. Cody Ziegler and Justin Mason doing the art. So, I mean, two good people. I mean, it's not a bad story. It's just I'm not a big fan of the, all the millions of Spider-Mans. I know you're the same thing, too. You're not a huge Spideyverse fan. Uh, out of all of them, Spider-Punk is one of my least favorite. Me Visually, too. he's a cool-looking Spider-Man. You can yeah. get some great action shots. but Yeah, um, yeah I, I didn't care for it. But, I mean, that's not the reason we have it on the show. Well, we do because it's the number one. But that's not the real reason. The real reason we have it on is because another friend of our channel and a friend of the tags and that, who we like to support, Maria Wolf, did the cover B. And this is it on here, too. Mm -hmm. So she did an awesome job on that. We've been uh, you know, helping her you know, spread the word on this. And uh, I was luckily when I went in yesterday to get the last one of this off the shelf, not just the last. Uh, her cover but just the last one in the store so yeah. that's pretty awesome and I have been seeing it selling out a lot of their places and uh, for anybody who hasn't got a copy yet uh, I assume it's still there I saw it was this afternoon at CapCan in, in Canada so it's CapCan.com uh, they had copies still available too at, at regular cover price because I, I know on one site we saw a guy who had to um, uh, buy it on eBay mm -hmm. but he still got a cover price but then he had to pay for shipping yeah. so so I mean, that's not cool. So yeah, that I would do definitely do that because Maria's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like her a lot. Um, <clears throat> that's all we've got for Marvel this week. We have a lot of indies to go over. We have a couple DC, but a lot of indies to go over this week. So we wanted to keep the big two down from what we had been. We the have last thirteen weeks. books this week compared to the Is last couple. Only of weeks. thirteen? Well, yeah, because you thought it was fourteen, and then I said we didn't have that. Oh one. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, it still might be 14, actually, I'm not sure. But either way, we got like almost double than we've had the last couple of weeks, which were there almost none. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, next up, we've got, uh, um, well, it's uh, Batman Beyond. Neil Year. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this. This one, I believe, is meant to be more of a continuation of... Uh, Future State. Yeah. Uh, it is. It continues right on. And I know Batman Beyond is popular, and I say it every time. He's he's a popular character. I've never gotten behind him. It's like Spider Punk. I mean, I, well, I mean, I no, enjoy. You, you said he's more like Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Yes, I know, but in the way I view him, like he he visually looks great. His stories I find to be eh. Yeah, but I thought you thought the same thing with Spider Man twenty ninety nine too. I, I do. I don't even like the way he looks really. Oh, okay. Spider, it's it's neat, but eh. Okay. Well, yeah, I thought I do like Batman Beyond, and I went in there hoping to like this, and I did like it. it wasn't a bad thing, but it was. Um, I've seen it told before, and what it is is it does take up after the future state, and what it is is old Bruce Wayne, who's been a mentor to Terry McGinnis all his you no know, young Batman career, has been killed. And he got killed before this book happened. He got killed in that last story arc involving this. He was killed by uh, something called uh, Neo-Gotham. Mm -hmm. And what it is, it's like an AI, an artificial intelligence that's taken over um, Gotham. So everything's run by you know, 
you know, by this AI big brother type. And now uh, it's after Terry and Terry's you now out doing his thing, but you no, know, the whole city's against him now, uh, whether it's people or um, the, the, the AI that you know, makes the city run in that. Yeah. So he's got that going on. So it's okay story, but it's nothing special. I didn't care for it that much. Yeah, and that, that seems to be the running theme of DC books this week. Um, staying in the Bat family, our next one That is... was by Colin Kellen and Jackson Lansing uh, doing the writing, and then Mark Dunbar. And, and he was all right, but I mean, it was like, again, it's I, I didn't... It didn't make me want to think, like, want to pick up the next issue or anything. So next we've got Earth Prime Batwoman. And these are kind of a series of anthologies that are going to cross over by the end. Mm -hmm. And they're based off of all of the CW uh, DC shows. So I get the stuff that's called, like, the Arrowverse. So Flash, the Batwoman, uh, Superman and Lois, Legends of Tomorrow, and I think Stargirl. Yeah. Um, so this first one is just about Batwoman, and I haven't seen the show since the first season when it was Ruby Rose, and I'd only watched a few episodes I, here and there. Yeah, I think I only watched one or two, and, and then it was actually on, pretty good, and even then I didn't watch it anymore. So On her own, um, I'm not really enjoying the Batwoman show, but during the crossovers, she seemed to be enjoyable enough. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so and I think the book followed... This, the same thing where it not being too much of an enjoyable uh read no this is boring like yeah. i really didn't like this at all um this is the first book on the show that we've had in a long time where i didn't enjoy it all and this it was a chore to read it's the the woman mm -hmm. on the cover there is the new batwoman um she took yeah <laughs> there it's been it is. a while i know it's been a while since we had that guy yeah. up she at first appeared in the last issue the very last issue of the last batgirl series and uh um, week. <laughs> And uh, so now she's you know, spun out into this. Yeah, I didn't care for it all. It's just more expand, uh, like Tyler said, more expanding of this universe. Um, yeah, it's it's what it is. Is um, technology has been stolen, and, and all these uh, you know, regular people are being uh, influenced by, it and it turns them into bat villains, like old bat villains. Mm -hmm. So this one kid gets turned into Clayface, clay face. And, yeah. So now she's out trying, you know trying to trace this and track it all down and she ends up getting help from uh, a strange no not strange but a, a surprise person that you're not expecting to help her so a, a typical kind of story but very i don't know what it was there was a little bit of action but there was just it was just boring like just they, boring, they had boring, boring. a crossover set up for the last year the last couple years between the shows like they do every year they do a big crossover event and mm -hmm. i know they weren't able to do it with uh, covid you know shutting down production and people couldn't line up their schedules and whatnot so I'm wondering if this is one of the scripts from that, and they've just sort of adjusted it or adapted it into... This is one of six issues, and there was so mm -hmm. much, like, just stuff in there. It's something like they were just explaining and trying to fit in there. And well, it's got three seasons or two seasons yeah. of backstory. So, yeah, so I don't know. I, I didn't care for this one too much at all. And I like that girl stuff. So. Um, next, we've got, from IDW, The Rocketeer. This I did enjoy. Yeah, the Rocketeer has been gaining a lot of heat again because he's getting a Disney Plus either movie or series. It's I can't series. remember. Yeah, Disney um, Plus series. But the Rocketeer has always been a really cool looking guy, and he's yeah. he's not a, a new creation by any means. He's no. been around for a long time. This is it doesn't have it on this picture here, but it, it's the 40th anniversary actually. Yeah. And um, there was a, a Rocketeer movie probably in the late 80s, 80s early 90s. 90s, like when the, when they were doing like Dick Tracy and the yep. original Batman and stuff. That's it, also on Disney, actually. Well, yeah, it was owned by Fox. Yeah. 
Um, it is, uh, that movie wasn't bad actually. It wasn't great, but I didn't mind that movie back then. And what this is, I guess they're trying to, again, 40th anniversary. I'm trying to stir up a little tension for the upcoming Disney Plus series. Um, it's not too bad. It, what it is, is it's all done in the old style by uh, Dave Stevens and um, no same kind of formula, mm-hmm. all original time span and universe and that. It's, he's, uh, he's given up being the Rocketeer because he's tired of having near-death experiences and it, you know he's tired of fighting with his fiance, which is a totally, it, her name is Betty even, and she's like, uh, no, a totally a Betty Page, like cliche. Like, like yeah. it even looks like her in that. She's a model and does all that stuff. So, uh, so they're traveling around um, while she models, and he ends up taking a job in this great race where he's going to be a pilot for this experimental plane for this rich billionaire guy. And uh, you know, he, he was supposed to give up the suit, but he hasn't, but he packs it with him. And he takes the job so he can you know, be a normal person and make normal money in that. But obviously stuff's going to happen in there. So, yeah, that's all right. Oh, I Michael it. says he's late. Michael, you missed your grand debut. We did it right at the beginning. That's it. It's on replay. <laughs> Everyone We're, loved it. And we will definitely, once it drops and we do more promotion, that we'll definitely get you on for uh, no, an interview for sure. So don't worry. Lots to come. All right. So, yeah, that's the Rocketeer. Uh, next up, we've got from Boom Studios. And this might be one of the first Boom books we've covered in a little bit, I think. That wasn't, like, brand new. We still always follow, like, uh, Something's Killing yeah. Children and... Uh, once in future but that's uh alice ever after i like this one and it's it got some good covers this one is just cover a yeah. and i love it there one of the ratio variants is just a version of this but i think it looks so much better with the the actual title on well, it and that's the same what we'll see with our book when it comes out too it looks good without the title but it looks even better with it because the title ties into the picture yeah and so does this too because without that there you wouldn't realize unless you know you took a little look at the border there which is alice in wonderland characters mm-hmm. you wouldn't realize that was alice right away but what this is kind of a neat book what it is is written by oh why do i where is it hmm oh Stuck to this next page. It is d- written by Dan Panasane, and uh, the art is by Giorgio Spalletta and Dan Panasane. So mm-hmm. he does the writing and the art. And what it is, it's a, a, a like a, a weird kind of twisted sequel to uh, the original Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Except Alice is an adult now, and she kind of has a uh, traumatizing life. And so what she does is uh, she can't visit Wonderland. She can't visit Wonderland anymore uh, just by taking mushrooms alone. So as she's aged up and that, she's had to start reverting to taking drugs. So now she has this drug habit and she knows out stealing and always conning people to try to feed this drug habit. And again, just to take away her, Mm -hmm. to escape at night. But she keeps going for longer and it's getting worse and worse. Um, Yeah, that's what it is so far. And she's got family that are getting mad at her, and she, there's people in the Wonderland that are getting mad at her. So it, it's, it, this is only the first issue of, I believe it's five, or it could be four. But um, So it's neat to see where it goes from there. Uh, she, the, yeah, People are obviously trying to trick her to stay longer. People, yeah. The other people are trying to get her to shake her drug habit. Plus she's like, no, she's a, no, uh, a thief in that, so now that life's catching up with her because she's a drug addict. So this is this is one of the first books in quite a while that I've picked up solely based off of the cover, mm-hmm. and it it's a it's a pretty solid book. I liked it so far. Uh, I don't say it too much because I don't like to put so much spec and stock into things, but this is one that I think lends itself really well to some sort of for sure uh, 
Boom, streaming adaptation. Boom is with Netflix, I believe. Has a, a first look deal with Netflix. And um, this is like what we like uh, quite a bit lately is like modern retellings mm-hmm. of um, of like yeah stuff like Nottingham, grim, and, yeah grim yeah. grim fairy tales or whatever yeah Nottingham or uh, that Never Never yeah Never Never, never. La- was it Never Never or Never I, I think it's Never Never, never. never. Yeah. yeah that's another good one yeah or even Once in Future or the same thing too yeah where it's Once like in Future is another the King good Arthur one. where they've twisted it yeah so. um. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about uh, Once in Future. Yeah, that's a boomer. Uh, but yeah, overall, pretty good book for one I just happened to be picking up. This one wasn't really on my list originally. I, I've known about this for a while, and I liked it, again, because of the cover. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i not a huge J. Scott Campbell fan. Um, I just I, I think there's too many of his books out there, and they're always the same type of thing. But I did like the covers he had on here, so I picked up one of those. Realize I forgot to change the thing to boom there. Oh, that's sorry. I have to edit that. No, I, I'm just kidding. It's all good. That's it. It's boom now. Yeah. Uh, but now we're moving away from boom, and we're moving on to AWA Upshot and their latest uh, limited series, I suppose, and that's the Joneses. Yeah, this is um, this one I enjoyed, and it kind of, the cover kind of actually gives away what's going on in here. Oh yeah. But what it is, and it's written by uh, Michael Rich, Michael Morecci. And the art is by Alessandre uh, Vidi. And much like uh, every AW Upshot book, this has totally been uh, modeled. Oh, this and, one is, almost looks like it's taken like a photo. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's made for like streaming or movie service and that. And it's almost like, a, a, what do they call them, a storyboards. Yeah. But again, that's not a bad thing because they always have good... I like all their books, really. This one takes place in the the same universe as the uh, Renaissance or Resistance. Res- Resistance. Resistance, yeah, where where everybody has uh, not everybody, where a bunch of people had turned uh, into uh, got superpowers after like a cosmic event. Um, so these is you don't have to know that though going in here. It's not like you've had to read the previous. Um, material from this because there's no couple... it's it's independent yeah it's well, like some of the black hammer universe stuff yeah They're exactly all independent yeah it, you can know what's going on without having to know the all the characters what this is 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 a family who during that event has got these powers and now they're uh, trying to you know live normal lives without being discovered because it, it's not good. You no, know, everyone hates these people. They're called the reborn. Um, you know, there's a lot of bigotry, and there's you know people after him and agencies. So they're hiding at these these powers. Uh, some of them want to uh, hide the powers more than others. It reminds me of um, a more adult, serious telling of uh, the Incredibles. Okay, the, I... the Pixar. Yeah, and that's what I figured it was like too, because yeah. I've never seen the the Incredibles. Um, but that's why I thought so it superheroes was. were a thing, and yeah. then all of a sudden they become sort of yeah. more taboo, and you shouldn't be a hero; you got to hide it. Yeah, and that's what's going on here, uh, kind of like what's going on with the Devil's Reign in, in Marvel Universe. Yeah. But again, it's uh, you know some of them don't hide their powers, and so we'll see it goes from there. This is one of six, I believe, one of five, and um, I like it. It's a good book, uh, nice artwork. Uh, I was going to have a friend help me review it just because her last name is Jones as well, but I forgot to do that with her. So so if we have this book on again, I'll get her to do a review on it just because she is an actual Jones. She has superpowers? She does. She likes me. That's, that's her superpower. A, that's not a superpower. That's a weakness. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, we've got... Ah, yes, I know what we've got. All right. Uh, we've got another guest introducing a book. Um, 
everyone, well, I believe he introduced himself in the video as well, sure but does. Uh, yeah. everyone, we talk about him a lot, uh, and that's uh, our good friend. Our good friend. Mike Ruth. That's, that's almost like a turtle. It's like Miss Turtle. Title. It's like Mr. or Sir. It's our good friend. He's our good friend. And Michael's our good friend. And who else? Um, but it, it's, our good it's friend. Uh, Mike Ruth. And, uh, Stefan's our good friend. He's uh, he's worked on a book here called uh, Project Superpowers. And yes. uh, he's actually done a bit of an intro here for us as well. Yep. So uh, let's take a look at that and see if I can get it to play properly the first time. Hey, everybody. cover art to my project nope, superpowers issue Let's one try it one more time there it goes hey everybody it's mike ruth here coming to you live from my studio well not live you'll be seeing this as a recording but uh yeah you're what you're looking at is the original cover art to my project superpowers issue one um fractured states by Ron Mars and Andy Lanning, and uh, it's been an absolute ple pleasure to work on the covers for the series. The first one's out this week. Um, I don't have a copy of it here to show you, but you can go to your local comic shop and get one. And uh, yeah, you can also get them from Big Country Comics, I believe. I think he's got all the different variations of this. There's a full color version, uh, you know, and then there's a trade dress version, version copies, and the sketch version as well. So. Lots of different variants for this one uh, from Dynamite. But yeah, here's the uh, cover. Original art will be available eventually. I'm actually doing a cover for every issue of this series. And there's five in total. So hope you enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy what uh, my buddy Nathan has to say about uh, this book when he gives it a review. Um, have a great day, everyone. Thanks for uh, stopping by. And uh, yeah, check out Nat Daddy Collectibles. And uh, check out his cool comic reviews. And I'll catch you guys later. Okay, bye-bye. cool there we go that is awesome yeah so uh thanks mike for doing that and introducing the book a little bit um he's doing one for every cover that's what he said there. I, I know i forgot about that i know he's a busy guy he's so busy i'm glad he fit us in because he even today he was like busy and i'm like he just i, I asked him to do this on the last on the last minute yesterday mm -hmm. so that's cool yeah he wasn't even sure if he was going to do it but yeah. uh you got it in there super quick for us yeah so again everybody who uh this is a good story so first before i go into the review i'm going to tell you much like i said for maria's book there go to your lcs pick it up this is a good story mm -hmm. um the cover is awesome the art is awesome and like Mike said in the video there, if you cannot get to, you know, find an HRLCS, go to Big Country Comics. They do have um, yep. uh, copies there. And I also saw in Capcan they had copies there as well. And uh, being a dynamite book, and I know Tyler is not a big fan of dynamite books a lot of times. It's a different kind of dynamite book. Right. There is, like Mike mentioned in his intro there as well too, dynamite books have like so many different uh, variations and variants for all their covers. You can get black and white. Know, uh, trade, non-virgin, uh, black and white, like all different things. And they're not crazy expensive variants because they have so many of them. Yeah. So check that out too. And Mike's always turning around so you can always, uh, you know, uh, get it done, get it signed. And, you know, actually, you know what? If you go on the Big Country site, they, I'm pretty sure they probably have signed ones on there from Mike. Oh, I'm, I'm, I would yeah. assume so because they usually do. So I, I, would, I would, yeah. And if they don't, I'm sorry, but I'm sure they do. So. <laughs> 
yeah if if not reach out to mike <laughs> yeah well, sign up or, for you. Or, he loves talking to yeah. talking to friends and fans and uh you, anyone so what goes on in this book is and i just passed it is it's from dynamite and it's project superpowers fractured states and the characters in this book are uh uh open domain or public domain characters so you can um use them with whatever way you want um, much like how they're doing the um, the Conan series there with yeah. Ablaze, the yeah. Sumerian yeah. ones, as they just don't say Conan. So what there is, they're trying to reboot this series or you know bring more attention, update this um, these people here, the, the Black Shadow, and it's uh, much like uh, Archie had started to do with the Shield character, but mm -hmm. then unfortunately we all know what happened there, Rob Liefeld. So what happens in here is you got Ron Mars and, and Andy Lenning doing the writing, and then you got Amelia Vitilia doing the um, doing the um, art, interior art, and uh, Ron Mars does awesome writing. He he's the one that uh, is doing that um, Silver Surfer Reborn right now. Oh yeah, and he's yeah. the one that did all that original Silver Surfer stuff. Just I'm just saying that's some of his work, just mm -hmm. in case people don't mm -hmm. read it. Uh, so what's going on in here is uh, you got a, the guy on the bottom of the cover there. He wakes up and, and like on a place and he kind of has amnesia and he you know, doesn't really know what's going on. And um, he, he, keep, he has superpowers. He doesn't know how he got them. He keeps having like memories pop up and that. Um, he's in the, he doesn't know if he's in the future, but it's in the future. So he doesn't know if he's woken up from like uh, he's time jumped or if he just you know, fell asleep and woke up and that. So he's dealing with all that. But a lot of it is all about um, um, the the U.S. is warring like uh, um, among all its like states and stuff, all like a lot of civil war in that. And these guys are kind of like renegades are out there to help each other. Um, I myself didn't know too much about this at all. Like I I, I recognize the character, but I never read it or anything when I was a kid because it wasn't around mm -hmm. in any format when I was a kid. Um, so I didn't really know too much about it, but I still recognize that a little bit. When I was reading the story, it's I, I managed to follow it, but I, I mean I was a kind of a little confused. But I think that's supposed to be like that because he's confused too, right? So yep. he and he doesn't know what's like going the on. Like Parasomnia. Parasomnia, or, or like Memento. I always think of yep. like everything always goes back to Memento. So that's kind of cool there. I know I didn't give a great uh, description of the story, but the, no, these these they, he shows up in the future and he's like the Superman type of person and they can't figure out why. But then like the, the powers that be in there and now are trying to, you know, fight him and you know, trying to prove, you know, he's not who he says in that. So uh -huh. it's just the first book. Um, I know they're trying to again expand this universe, so I'm gonna keep reading it. Um Hopefully my my mangled kind of you know, synopsis there didn't turn anybody off. Um, I hope anybody who watches this just gets it because Mike did the cover because Mike does amazing covers. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up, I actually am not sure who this one is from. Vault. Oh, yes, I knew that. I couldn't see their logo on there. But I did know it was Vault. Yeah. Um, I had to tickle off me to find it. And that's, oh, it's right there. It's tiny, tiny. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I saw it, you see uh, West of Sundown. Yeah, from this, Vault. This is a Western vampire story. It's it's actually really cool. Uh, I was looking forward to this because it's written by Tim Seeley and Aaron Campbell. And Tim Seeley, we know, always writes an amazing vampire story. He's the one that does that dark red. Mm. Yeah, so Tim Seeley does wicked vampire stories. Uh, it almost seems to be like his almost like his niche, you know. So. Uh, and then you got uh, Jim Terry doing the art. And what it is, you got a, a New York socialite, or sorry, socialite, uh, and she's a vampire as well, and her name is um, 
And she gets mortally wounded by uh, vampire hunters. Her, her name is what? I, I don't. I forget her name. It's oh. like it's like this. It's like this uh, Spanish name. I, I forgot to write it down. Um, it's like Contessa de something like that. And uh, so she gets mortally wounded, uh, and her sacral, uh, no sacral ground that vampires have to go into yep. sleep and regenerate gets uh, destroyed as well by these vampire hunters. So she's in like old New York, like eighteen hundreds type of thing. So her and her like. Um, what do they? What is it? What is that called when a, like the vampire's like servant? I know they have a name for it. Thrall, whatever it's called. But yeah, you know what the Renfrawl would be to Dracula. Yeah. Um, I thought it was called something else. But I can't remember. Like master servant, but some, they had a specific name. But yeah, so he ends up you no know, rescuing her and boxing her up, and now they're trying to travel back down to. She lives in like central, I believe it's Mexico, and they're trying their way back down there. But now they have to like from where they are. To teach him how to talk. Uh, right? I know. I tell him all the time. He can say <laughs> complex things, but then he can't say something like silver surfer. It's, it's because it's because <laughs> my brain is going faster than my tongue. Or maybe it's the other way around, but either way. Uh, so now she has to go from New York to the no, to Mexico there, but she has to take like a boat and everything all the way around the old way. So as she travels there, she's going to have to deal with like more hunters, uh, you know, just the, the journey itself there. And um, she is no mortally wounded, so she's just in this coffin, barely alive. So, uh, pretty neat story. I like the western part. Um, I like vampire part. Uh, it almost makes me think like a Tarantino flick, because he's almost done some kind of western vampire type thing. So, mm -hmm. I would check it out. Being Vault, it's a uh, good cardstock. Good printing, good paper inside. Mm -hmm. Wicked cover. Cover A is I, awesome. I love these covers that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not just Vault doing them, but you're getting some even IDW, you know, or uh, their... Movie, old movie style. They, old movie style posters. I think... Uh, All the straight guys. Uh, Elvira. Yeah, the Elvira. One. Yeah. Um, and they're they're really, really great. And some of them even just look like old VHS. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're, those are some of my favorite. That, that and the action figure that's, covers. That's from Black Caravan. Does those VHS ones? I love those ones. Um, and they also that's the that legendary book I got from the Black. Uh, we don't kill spiders too. Mm -hmm. They have that giant size too this week. Yeah. Um, this uh, book here has lots of uh, uh, variant covers, and each one is amazing. Like mm -hmm. I saw, like I thought I got like I got about two or three of them, or maybe four, and I thought I had most of them, and then I saw online today. There's like eight, and each one is amazing. And they're not like there uh, is quite a few. They're not they're not just like uh, exclusives. They're just variant covers. So yeah. that's what's cool too. Vault does lots of variants, um, or even exclusives as well that are really good. Like mm -hmm. stuff like um, mm -hmm. barbaric. Yeah, I love barbaric. Barbarics, all their variants, all their exclusives are awesome. Yep. I'll have to start doing that that uh, actor's exercise that they do before. The... Red leather, yellow leather. Oh, there's another one. It's from like the top. You wouldn't of my be able to say red clearly. Top of my lips to the through my teeth or something. I saw it on nine one two the other night. You couldn't even say that right. I know nine one two. I know. I was trying to say. <laughs> um, next up, uh, we're going aftershock. to uh, to another aftershock book, and uh, it's a new number one, and the ocean will take us. This is a great book. Right off the bat, it looks like it's a kids book. I'll tell you a second off the bat. It's not a kid's book. Mm -hmm. There's F-bombs in here and sexual innuendo. And um, it's very politically correct. So, you know, some people might not like that exposed to their kids at a younger age. So, yeah, this is not a young person's book. I'm very surprised it doesn't have, like, a mature writing on it or anything like that warning. Maybe it does on the back of the book. Hmm, yeah. Because it doesn't. But it's awesome. Um, Most Aftershock stuff is, though. I think it's almost implied. 
That is it's true. not like Scout or Boom, how they have children's imprints. imprints. Yeah, it's true. I don't think they ever will get one. Aftershock doesn't mm, really fit there. No. Well, that's not true. They do have some kid ones. Which? I forget what it's called now, but there's a collection of it. I reviewed it not too long ago. There is a kid one. Hmm. It's by written by a guy. Uh, if Stefan's watching, he can correct me. I just saw them do an interview on with them not too long ago with um, uh, on the Happy Hour. It's a, a dude and his son. I forget what the name is. Stefan, if you're out there, let me know what that book is. Um, I can't remember what it is. Uh, Ocean Will Take Us. So this book is by Rich Duick, and the art is by Carlos Oliveras. And the car, the interior art is ex uh, exactly like the cover right there. I read it. That's yeah, like a seismic. seismic yes, yeah, yeah. I remember the name now. Yeah. But there was one that they did an interview for it. Uh, on the guy uh, for the book just recently. Um, this book is about uh, a new kid. He's he's from Hawaii, and he moves uh, to join uh, a school, a new school, and he joins the swim team. He's a good swimmer, and he's actually uh, a great swimmer. He won the state, state championship when he was in Hawaii. But now he's at this new school, and it's a pretty prestigious school, and everywhere there's cliques and all that. And lollipop kids, I knew it. Yes, glass, I knew that. Oh, I knew that. I couldn't... Yeah. So then, uh, as he tries to join this new um, uh, swim team, he kind of notices them that they're bullies, and they kind of run the school, and if you get in their way, you, you not only get hurt, but uh, if you get in their way enough, you kind of disappear. And he also mm. notices, too, that before meets and stuff like that, they, they take what well, no, you would think would be like a steroid, but it's like this black, slimy stuff, almost like a venom type of stuff, in a little tube, and they drink that, and it you know, speeds them up, and makes them like super aggressive, like crazy steroids, right? But you also see too, like this black stuff's on the cover there. And this black stuff shows up in the water. It shows up in the in the pool. It shows up in the ocean around them when they're swimming in that. So there's some kind of supernatural um, influence there. And they're probably like praying to it or, or you know, it's a God that's trying to maybe give them powers and it's not, it's made them like this. Um, so I'm really interested to see where this goes. Like you said, it is not for kids. There is swearing in that. Um, awesome artwork and just a cool story because it's like it, it does have good artwork it's um like you can see on the cover here it's it's kind of like it's that mang manga manga like, and yeah. anime style which yeah. i'm not usually a fan of no me either and that's, but that's why I thought the way it was they've, a kids book. they've actually colored it and the way that they've actually shaded it yeah. it looks it looks really nice yeah and i like it and you know me i i like uh like kraken type of supernatural stuff like that which just seems like it's going to be so mm -hmm. that's cool i liked it a lot I'm, I'm gonna definitely check out the next one yeah and we love aftershock books man we do we do uh next we've got um i, I mean oh that's loud uh, relatively unknown uh, to myself, at least. We've we've done a we've, lot of these Ahoy books, and you say this every time. Yeah. For this and that bad company. Bad company is that one that had that uh, that my bad. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's one that isn't super super huge, but it surprises me that they're not because the books that come out they're getting bigger better, tend but... to usually blow up. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's uh, guilt. Yep. Guilt stands for, I have it written down here, the, what's the first word of it? It's a good thing you're wearing glasses. Yeah. These are really helping, actually. Uh, guilt is the Guild of Independent Lady Temporalists. So what it is, is, is written by uh, Alyssa uh, Quitney, 
And the art is by Manisette. Uh, Hildy uh, Winters is an old independent woman, and that's her on the cover there, in the, you know, the old woman. <laughs> and she happens to be a member of, of Guilt, and, and they time travel. And so, and it's kind of like in the Loki movies, you have these temporal police that kind of monitor stuff. So they have certain rules that they can and cannot do. Um, but she's kind of been doing this for years and years, and she's kind of like a burned out party girl. So the woman shows up there, and, and, and she's the woman in there is uh hi there the woman who shows up there is like you know kind of you no know, talking with her and, and as she's there she's kind of witnessing how she you know does these things goes into different rooms and you know, shows up and she's like falling over and she just thinks she's like falling over because she's like a drunk mm -hmm. or she you know, getting a little bit more senile can't take care of herself but then they fall out of room together uh like beetlejuice style out the back porch and they disappear into another dimension another time and that's where the book ends. So it's really cool Typical there. Typical old lady stuff. Yeah, it's it's cool for anyone that's like, uh, um, you know, uh, like, oh, like se not sexy, but like a lot of those uh, comedies that are on Netflix nowadays, yeah. where the older people yes. who are older people who are like what we know used to be young people, and now they're older, and now they're all their comedies about getting older and stuff. So like that, well, mixed like, in uh, with some sex in the it's city. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, with, I, I was uh, thinking of that Danny one. DeVito. I was thinking of that one with... Um, there was a similar one with Betty White. I think it was called Hot in Cleveland. Yeah, something like that. But there's there's a couple on um, Netflix. There's one with uh, Michael Douglas and Adam Arkin. And then there's another one with... Um, oh, I have Image up. I put the wrong one. Oh, yeah, it's a Hoy. That, so it's like that. They have this, and, the same coloring and the same font. Anybody who likes like Sex in the City stuff, like that's what this lady's like. You no know, kind of Sex in the City jokes, you know, New York person, so stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not personally attacking anybody. Though. I I don't I don't attack anybody, unless they're idiots. All right, you you meet a lot of those. I don't hear about too many uh, fist I, fights. I try to be calm nowadays. And now, we've done a couple of these guys as well, I think. Yes, we have. The um, one we did we really liked, and one we did not like. Oh, look at that. See, now, now you're offending the viewership. Could be taken out of the I will. Don't, I don't understand what I said to offend anybody. Um... So yeah, we've got uh, Black Star Line from, is it Adult Comics? Advent? No, Advent. Advent Comics. Yeah, I always say Adult. Uh, but Advent Comics. These uh, are printed on really nice covers, like, mm -hmm. and they're nice. And it's, it's strange. It's always the smaller companies, um, with the exception of maybe Vault. They're not so small anymore. But all these smaller indies, you'd think they'd be on crappier paper, and they're not. They're all nice, like premium yeah. format paper, hard card that, stock. The paper is even good. That's why like on Behemoth books too. That's one of the reasons. Fantastic. That's why one if of they the... can do it, why can't the others? Yeah, exactly. Like the big two. Like especially like Image and that Image puts out just as much as Marvel does, and they still yeah. only do two ninety nine and three ninety nine, and that's one of the reasons I wasn't afraid to get the large uh, prestige side book for mm -hmm. that we had there because even though it is a little bit more expensive, it's worth it. it mm -hmm. It's just worth it. It's not like you're, it's you know, it's the quality is better. Yeah, it's not like the Marvel books. Again, I saw somebody else complain about it on Marvel a Marvel uh, review this week. Like, this is literally what, what a Marvel book that looks like nowadays. Like, mm -hmm. it is that thin. It's brutal. It's still glossy paper, but it, it feels like newspaper. It's, it's, it's crappy. It's very, very You can't even paper. read it. Easy to tear. Just turn the pages. Oh, we should have saved that for a rant because we don't have... 
So what this book is, is uh, it's kind of like this line, this Advent Comics, almost like their version of the Milestone line in DC. This is all a, um, a superhero line that's kind of like, uh, you know, toward, geared towards black people, all their, all their uh, superheroes. Persons so, of color. Well, I didn't know what I want to call that. I want some, I'm in a African suit like this. American. Yeah. Yeah, you look it's, you look too white to be saying shit like that right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So what do you guys hear? You got a couple stories involving these new superhero characters that are mainly black, but there are some white people in here too. But the, again, it's just mainly the heroes are, are geared toward black. Um, the first one is kind of an Egyptian African god, and uh, the the battle to you know, stay like that, and which I kind of enjoyed that one because we like uh, you know the Egyptian mythos mm -hmm. and African god mythos. And the second one is more of like a like a modern superhero telling. So again, nothing too uh, no mind blowing in that. It was enjoyable. The only thing that made me laugh is like this stupid hand cover on there. Looks like it's going. <laughs> it's funny. The camera actually just gave it the same effect. It I know. Okay. I know. It looks just like that. So, so it makes me look like that made me laugh. But it's a. I liked it. I, I um. Actually, I like the cover for this one. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, um, I'll check out the next one because I want to see more of these characters. I like this cover more than the next cover from no. them. So, you know, I really like this next cover. Okay. Yeah. Ready to go to that one? But yeah, because I like this old, I was a Bruce Lee fan like, as a kid. Yeah, that's right. the next one. So uh, that's, uh, you know, still from Advent Comics and that's Fist of the Dragon. Yeah. And I, I find this one is... Um, like it, it is really good. Like you said, Bruce Lee or some um, it's like Master of Kung Fu, like yeah. some of their comic yeah. uh, covers. But I just, I prefer the simplicity of the other one. You can't even say like Master of Kung Fu anymore. Yeah, uh, I believe he's doing a signing and he won't sign any Master of Kung Fu books. Yeah. Well, only stuff that specifically Shang-Chi. Shang yeah. Or anything that just doesn't say Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, I don't remember if he's doing a signing through CGC or if yeah. he had just stated that uh, he wasn't. Ever, he said, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was for the CGC one. Oh, yeah, for this book here. So, again, it's from Advent. Again, they're expanding their universe there. And uh, this book is almost like a picture perfect, or maybe it is, and I just because I haven't seen it in so long, I don't know, a retelling of uh, no, uh, a Bruce Lee movie, Enter the Dragon, or whatever it's called. Fist of the Dragon? No, I don't think it's called <laughs> Fist of the Dragon because it would have to say that, and they yeah. would have to call him yeah. Bruce Lee, and they don't. This guy is Bruce Lee, but he's not called Bruce Lee. It's he's loose Bree. He's loose. He's loose Bree. This is Tom Kitrell doing the uh, writing and Steve Scott doing the art. And I really like the art because it's kind of like what's on the cover there. It mm -hmm. gives you that. 70s, it is very nice art. Yeah, it gives you that seventies uh, exploitation kung fu martial movie type yeah. thing, martial arts type of movie. Uh, again, like I said, it's a Bruce Lee type of character, and he's also what's going on in this story is in like this ultimate martial arts warrior competition. Uh, amongst all these different clans to see who's going to be like the, the greatest warrior type of thing. But at the same time, too, the character is also like a member of some type of like Justice League type of um, team as well. So you kind of see him in that little bit of an environment as well. But it's mostly just about that. Uh, fun little read, you know, lots of kung fu action. Um, I'll check out the rest because, um, you know, I, again, I just like these books so far. They're fun. I want to yep. see, they don't take themselves too seriously in here, especially in this story, because like I said, it's almost like a, that's, that's a mock a classic, homage. Yeah, it's, it's that, well, I mean, I don't think too many kung fu movies were taken too seriously. No, but I'm saying they it, were, it they is were, a direct, like it is a direct like scenario, or, or not scenario, a direct parody of like yeah, Bruce Lee. falls under parody law. That's probably, probably how they're able to do it without any copyright infringement. Probably, yeah. 
Because it even breaks down like kung fu movie like into chapters and that too. So yeah, but like I said, they do throw in like this after a big battle, uh, the Superman type flies down like, oh, you should have saved some for me. I was on the way to the group meeting. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, and that's our last book. Uh, no, there's Star Girl. No, I didn't have Star Girl on my list. I'm pretty sure you did. I threw the list out already. Mm, it's from Behemoth. No. Well. You, I'll start talking about you it. You can start talking about it. Star Girl from Behemoth is. Uh, there was a lot of covers for this one too. Let's see. This one is a bigger book. I'm trying to remember. It's 65 pages, and uh, so it's 7.99, and it is by Lucas Mendoza. And uh, what it is, I thought I was really gonna like this book. In the end, I kind of did not like it. Um, it is about. Yep. It is about uh, the Star Girls. Are, it's over. It's kind of like Star Girls are, are kind of what like the Nova Corps, what kind of type of thing, right? It it looks almost like uh, it's very like Sailor Moon influence. It's very Sailor Moon manga like as well too. Um, so anyone who's younger or, or you no know, likes that stuff will definitely be into it. Except this book is a little bit more expensive. Like I said, it is a, a sixty-five pager. It is in like a uh, like a what we used to call like a one shot graphic novel format when we were kids. So like a little bit thicker book, the hard card stock. Like if you open it, you, you'll wreck it as soon as you open it, type of thing. Um, yes. it, um yeah, like uh, New Mutants was or Excalibur, some of those. Thicker. Yeah, like that first Excalibur. Yeah. Or like Gotham by Gaslight, or you no, know, the Killing Joke, or or the the, the three jokes, mm -hmm. or the three three Jokers books lately. You know that prestige format. Um. Yeah, so I said that that kind of space core of the Star Girl is over, but there's still four of them left, and they're uh, this is one of them, and they're still trying to you know save the universe. Uh, there's still a growing enemies, uh, no, no, trying to no destroy the universe, obviously. So they're in here as well too. It's they all seem to be very girl like. Um, I don't know if they actually are girls because these these are all aliens. They all have different looks. Like this one girl has this purple and kind of pinky skin. There's other ones with green and red skin. Um, they all fight like that, not manga style, like a uh, like Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon. But what's the what's the karate type stuff? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff. I was I kept on like it in like manga. Yeah, manga. Whatever. Oh, I don't know. They're weird. Like Naruto with their yeah stuff like that. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. They want to fight like that, but again with a lot of like the Sailor Moon stuff. So. Uh, I probably won't check out the other ones, but it is a great book, uh, color-wise, presentation-wise, even story-wise. It's just I don't care for that stuff. So I think this one is made for a little bit of a, a younger audience, or definitely just geared more towards like that that manga crowd, which I know a lot of your generation likes. Like Mel likes that stuff and that. But, yeah. yeah, I've never been. Too I'm not into a fan it. of it. Well, because I never corrupted you with it. Yeah, yeah, even. Uh, even Pokemon, I've only, I, ever, I've only ever liked the games, and even then, it wasn't a whole lot until I was a little older. No. Anyway, um, that's it for books. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's it for books. Um, next up, we've just got Moon Knight. We'll talk about Moon Knight a little bit, and then we'll sign homework for the night, and we'll be done. Yeah, there's not a whole lot there. No, karate type uh, stuff is the technical <laughs> term. <laughs> yeah. It is. If you put and stuff behind it, that F automatically becomes a technical term. It's true. You can look it up. And and, yeah, Oxford takes it. That's right. Um, yeah, so we had Moon Knight Episode 2 this week. And 
I'm, I'm liking this. I'm, show. I'm really liking this show. I'm Me liking too. what they're doing with the characters. I like how they're approaching the duality of Mark Spector and Stephen Grant, yeah. and then the, the sort of possession or whatever of Gonshu. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm liking what they're doing with the introduction of Mr. Knight. How they they play it off? Uh, it was a just a silly. joke. I hope it's just that one episode because I don't. Because I mean, realistically, I don't like that character. Mr. Knight is a bit of a goofy character to begin with. Mm. Um, not a goofy character, goofy. but the idea of yeah, him is goofy. The presentation of him was stupid. Yeah, I won't say stupid. I just never cared for it. And, and, and they the make it like that in here because they're like, "Oh, you need a suit." He's like, well, suit up, suit, suit up, put on the suit. suit. Yeah, so I like that. That that's kind of cool. A lot, of, it, it a lot of fanboy great. knowledge. Yeah, it looks. It looks. I don't like that look. For how goofy of a character is, it looks no, great. I thought it was nice to see him do that one fight scene. So I'm sure that hopefully that's it. Now they'll go back. They went back that's, to the original suit right away. So that's when he switched over to Mark. I think uh, Stevens version. It's they're they're both gonna have their own identity as mm, Moon Knight. Maybe we'll I, know. That's we'll how see. I think they're approaching it. Either way, I am enjoying this show a lot. Uh, I'm really and getting uh, you know almost mesmerized when Ethan Hawke is on the screen. There, he's fantastic. He, he's doing awesome in yeah. there. Um, when Joel saw it, he didn't even realize that was Ethan Hawke. He said, "Man, Ethan Hawke looks so old now." He I does said, "Well, one, he is old, and he's makeup and stuff." And oh, I can't uh, imagine he has too much makeup. I think that's just he's old now. You'd be surprised. And um, also, too, it's really cool. Like he's really developing that character well because that's kind of like this character is like kind of being made on the not made up on the fly, but exposed on the fly because it's oh, yeah. not a real character per se. I mean, his he's, name his, the his name is real, is, but it was just like yeah. he was a mad doctor. For like one book or something like that, one or two books. I can't yeah. remember. I think it was Which one. Which is good, you know. For but, something like this, they can reinvent the, yeah, the yeah. property. For so, and then you're finding audience. out, or at least uh, that Ethan Hawke character, Harrow, they're saying that he used to be the Moon Knight, and you know, he gave, was an avatar for. Yeah, Kong and he's Shoot. trying to convince him, and no, not you know, you're not crazy, just ignore him and that. So that is really cool how they're building mm -hmm. this all up. And it, yeah, it's almost like he's sort of mentoring him how to understand the whole um, avatar of Konshu, and mm -hmm. so obviously steering him a particular way but he's learning about it from who's essentially the you know the villain of the series like the emperor uh i thought more like how black adam if he mentored shazam yeah it you know it's a, a previous holder yep. of that of magic that yep. ability and you're right michael it is a fantastic show i know um he's always one of your favorite characters i know a lot of people have always had moon as a favorite character but a lot of people don't know about him mm -hmm. um but i am liking this even when, like, what I didn't care for in the first episode, which is still the same in this episode, when Konshu talks, he, he's very, I find it almost hard to understand his voice a little bit. But again, I think that's, you're supposed to be a much, like I came a little confused about hearing it. Yeah, I, I think overwhelming it, and it gets, yeah, so. it starts muffled and really loud, almost yeah. inaudible to the point where in this one, he's like understanding it, and, it sounds less muffled and i also like how they show the character quite a bit more now like in the first episode it was just a lot in the shadows but now fantastic design he, yeah and it fantastic. it looks real like good like good i'm obviously cgi which is a strange turn and no pun intended um they released a new doctor strange preview mm -hmm. and the cg in that for some stuff does not look great previews are never great um, for that. like he there's a third eye on his forehead yeah. in one of the variants and it, it just looks very fake it's I, not great yeah so i'm happy with that um yeah I, I really like it the the monsters look cool in here the story's been awesome uh how they introduced the um marlena character in there as well too um, I'm very surprised that it was not a Lila. blonde. Oh, Lila, I Lila. Say. Lila, sorry. Um, I'm very surprised that she's not blonde, but <clears throat> that's that's good, cool too. 
Um, yeah, it's really cool. Really like it. Uh, I'm really curious to see because we still have the Midnight Man to get introduced yet, which is the the French guy that died. We still have him to get introduced in there. Um, I, I've heard that uh, Werewolf by Night supposed to get introduced in here. So we'll I don't I don't know that they have room for all that. It's it could be just introduced like oh there's well, I heard there's werewolves let's go uh-huh. look them out. But yeah, so but Midnight Man's definitely in here because he acted on here. So he might just show up in the, in the last. From what I hear, episodes two and three are like are like there were yesterday where a lot of they, more the first more story three are set up the, the last th- four and five especially are tons of action yeah i think there's six episodes there's six this episodes series. i heard four and five are t- all this nonsense yeah action. The, the original reviews for everything were between <clears throat> episodes one to four and they said four is where the story really jumps into all the action i think lila will actually be marlene Maybe she's got multiple personalities. Maybe the personalities fall in love. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? She sure seemed to know about that uh, the the scarab. So we'll see. Yeah, that's true. And it's nice how we can talk about this show, and it doesn't really do any spoilers. Yeah, it, yeah. it's true. It and it, there's not a whole lot of spoilers or any context even relating to no. the wider MCU, which is nice. But there was this a, is their first project I, in a very long time. I'm noti- been very separate. I'm noticing uh, lots of little Easter eggs, and other people are too. Like I saw on the bookshelf of uh, somebody I can't remember who it was, whose apartment it was. The um, oh, it was on um, Steve's shelf. It was uh, Out of the Ice, and it was like the it was the Steve Rogers story. I noticed. Mm. I noticed that. And yep. then there was a on one of the box cars or something like that. There was the the QR code. So apparently, if you scan that QR code, it does something. I don't yeah, know. The I, first one was Werewolf by Night, like his, his oh, first yeah, appearance. That, that was on the bus or something. It said no uh, Werewolf by Night on it. Thirty two. Well, no. If you scan the QR code in oh. the first episode, it it brings you to a copy of Werewolf by Night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know that, but I'm just saying. I, I think uh, someone else pointed out to me. I think it was Corey Stanish. Pointed out on uh, the front of the bus said WW no BN thirty two. Yeah, yeah, the license plate. Yeah, that's probably what it was, or the bus number. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I'm enjoying the series. I, I mean, we could talk about it forever. This has been it's one good. of the kind of a real treat. Uh, it's a good, it's a good thing it's turned out so well. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I don't think we got anything else. No, that's in. That's perfect timing. Yeah. So, like we said, uh, we can't start taking pre-orders yet until the fourteenth, but we will, and then as soon as we next week, we will start putting up the um, the trade dress mm-hmm. and what the both books look like side by side. Um, I hope everybody uh, wants to check it out because one, it, it's going to be a great story in that. Uh, I, I'm really uh, enjoying the large size books, so I hope everyone wants to check it out because of that too. They are making a Werewolf by Night show. There, Michael. It will be coming out this Halloween. I yeah, I believe it's being done as like a Marvel Halloween special. It is. A, it is a Marvel Halloween special, and it, he's going to be on there. And I believe there'll be other characters probably on there too, like There's uh, Ghost Blade. Rider and Blade. I heard are going to be on there too, and and I also heard like maybe Man Thing. <laughs> That'd be interesting to see. Well, yeah, because they're making the Legion of Monsters. Yeah, yeah. So. But that's one thing you won't see. And is, that is uh, and that and that is all from my my. Uh, my my source guy, the Mikey Mikey Sutton, which you know runs the Geekosity page there, which is all the scoops for uh, Hollywood stuff, and he's always right. And scoops writer and of Dreamwalker too. and the writer of Dreamwalker. That's what I was leading up to there. So all the coolest people are named Mike, Mikey, Michael, <laughs> yeah. some variation of it. <laughs> That's so funny. It's true. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, Spectro back up there. Oh, something else I'd like to mention too that I, I've gotten the works as well. Um, I, I don't know anything more than what I'll tell you right now is that um, John Dexter, John Dexter, uh, and me were speaking earlier, and I will probably be getting some copies of uh, for sure of Alpha Dogs too. To, to sell to you guys. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, maybe I'll try to get out copies of Apple Dogs 1 as well because I, I would like to get the first issue as well. So Yeah. Yeah, and uh, like Michael said, doing the colors was extremely tough. There, there were a, a few variations that we had and we ended up taking some Drafts. and just yeah. uh, compiling them, taking yeah. parts. Yeah. So I, that, that'll be interesting job. when uh, we're able to actually get you on for an interview and we'll uh, closer to when the book actually goes for release i think yeah we'll definitely we'll, get a few we'll do times. A, an yeah. interview with michael and uh and, we'll and see how it goes from there yeah exactly and uh yeah so check it out i hope everybody wants to get to uh you know get one copy of the trade and maybe one of the the virgin as well or, or just one of the trade i don't know we'll take what we can get but uh like i said we'll also uh, also have the one in ten as well too which is another uh wando cover as well that originally they had it as a B cover, but they never do B covers. They always turn them into uh, one in tens. Yeah. All right, everybody. Don't forget, there's no things are getting sketchy show this weekend. Uh, so no fill your time accordingly. It's tax time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did I get nailed today? Oh. With taxes. It's not because of the fancy suit. No, not because of that. All righty, everybody. We will uh, talk to you all next week. Um, if you haven't checked out Michael Berglund yet, check him out now because he is going to start blowing up. Um, like Stefan's mentioned here a few times, um, he is going to be one of the next huge blow up, uh, artists from, from, I think Canada for sure. uh, If not North America. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, catch you all next week. See you later.